Okay, well, thanks so much for joining us here in the PLS 377 podcast. Um, here we are for week one. And um, what we're going to try to do in the episode today and then in this week more generally is to lay some really critical and important foundations um, that hopefully we can build upon in the weeks and months to come in the course. And um, I think it's always a good place to start with the course. Um, often we can just think a lot about it by what's in the name, states and markets. Um, what is a state? What is a market? And the key question we're going to be looking at in this course is how are they related and how does the relationship between states and markets, um, how has it affected history, our lives um, in the past, um, all the way up into the present? And, and how has the intermixing and, and blending of these social forces and interaction between these social forces tied to the state and the market um, fundamentally changed? I, I, I mean, this might sound very um, over the top, but I mean, it, I think in some ways it's fundamentally changed what it means to exist as a human being. Um, and that's for some, that could be the greatest thing ever. For others, it could be terrible. For others, some good, some bad. Um, so I, it's not a statement about whether, what, you know, ultimately whether this is a good or bad thing. But I think we're going to be, you know, we can make the case that the development of these two institutions as kind of the hubs of, you know, for lack of a better term, the modern world have fundamentally transformed almost all aspects of, of our life and um, by extension, how we think about life, how we understand what we value, why we value what we value, um, what we don't value, um, how we live, how we live in our families, how we organize our lives day to day, um, how we survive um, has been massively transformed. Now, I'm hoping we have some good skeptical thinkers out there and say, well, okay, but haven't things always been changing, right? I mean, and this is the question, you know, what is modern? What is modernity? What does it mean to be modern? Um, you know, haven't human life and human political and social and economic forms always been changing? Is it, is it really so different? And, and I think there's absolutely a, a good point there. And I, and I think that's important to keep in mind, right? That we're talking, if we're looking at human history over thousands of years, um, there has been continuous transformation and evolution, um, maybe some cycles of, of things, you know, attaining some sort of uh, level of technological advancement or social advancement and declines and so forth, right? So there's a cyclical view of this as well. But I, I think one way that I think we can distinguish this, and this is I'm going to draw upon a, a thinker we're going to definitely be encountering um, several times across the course, if not more, Carl uh, Polanyi. Right, who wrote a very famous book in 1944 called The Great Transformation. Um, we'll talk about it, more of the specifics of that in a future date. But for our purposes, I think what's important to take from Polanyi was just one line that really stuck out to me, Right, where he says, very often um, the rate of change is more important um, as is, is more important than the nature of the change itself. Right, um, and what Polanyi's getting at there is that, of course, societies and social institutions and, and the way we live is always in a state of change and, and revival, or perhaps decline and so forth. But for Polanyi, the key variable is rate, the pace of change, and I think that is something that has really drastically accelerated 
um, over the last several hundred years and particularly getting into even the last century, the pace of change has continually increased that. And, and this goes into just to give you a little idea of Polanyi, where he's coming from, is that he thinks, you know, societies and social systems tend to be fairly um, resilient, but their ability to be resilient and to adopt and to absorb um, dramatic changes in technology or knowledge or, or what have you, um, it tends to be historically predicated on a, a kind of evolution, a slow um, piecemeal change that societies can slowly change in tandem with. And Polanyi's pointing to the accelerating pace of change in modernity as a alternative kind of framework um, in the sense that um, societies are often uh, disrupted and, and thrown into a state of flux that makes it very hard for them to kind of to use a metaphor, right, um, of, of the of, you know, human body, like to, to heal, right? That in some ways these changes, um, you know, inflict wounds um, upon a social system. And, and I'm not, you know, it's not saying that's a bad thing. I'm just using this as idea, but that there needs to be time to recover. And when the pace of change is so quickly, we lose that recovery time and so forth, right? And I think that's one way to think about it. And um, what I really want to highlight and have you think about and comment on, um, there'll be a comment sheet um, put on AIMS, um, a link to a comment sheet put on AIMS, and ask questions about or, or you know, and build from the readings and, and what we're talking about here, is to think about you know, what do we mean by the state and where does the state come from? Um, how is the state distinctive? We're going to be talking about this um, in class um, next week, so we don't have to answer all of that now. Um, but I think it's important to consider that the state, historically speaking, is a fairly new kind of form. And again, what we're going to be thinking about is, is how does the state as a political and social form um, help to give rise to what we now call the market, right? Because maybe for the extent that you've ever thought about states and markets, um, if you've taken an econ course, maybe, um, is that there's the state and there's politics and there's economics and markets, and they're just kind of different things, right? And that's and we almost have two different academic disciplines, right? Political science and economics. And, you know, my take, and, and I think that's the, the take of political economy as a, as a field of study is that that is a false divide, um, not only in the present day, but also historically speaking. And, and I want us to think about what, what ways, you know, how, I guess the question I want to leave you with, right? Cause I, I try again, always to keep these as short as possible. Um, just to really give you some, some previews and things to think about, um, for the week to come, but how, you know, how are states reliant on markets and how are markets reliant upon states? Right. And what we're going to be spending the next week talking about is where states and markets came from and, and trying to dig into some of their kind of historical interactions and, and development, different theories about how the state and market or economics should be interacted um, or should be um, integrated with one another. But I think for, for today, just even in the pure abstraction, like what does a state do? What does a market do? And try to think about how they need one another, because that's a proposition I'm going to try to put forward to you um, historically, but also in the present day that states and markets um, are two, are the kind of hubs of 
the underlying nature of social reality in the world, um, nationally, locally, globally. And I think it would be, it's important to understand how they have a symbiotic relationship, right? How they need one another, what they need from one another. Um, and, and to do that, we might have to, again, expand our notion or, or understanding of what the state is, but probably more importantly, we're going to have to expand our notion of what the market is. Because I think even more than the state, the market is an abstraction that belies or, or lacks a very clear notion. I mean, states have territories. Do markets have territories? Maybe yes and no, right? Um, but to turn back to the question, you know, that I want you to kind of think about is how, how do they need each other? In what ways? Um, and I think that's a good place for entry into our discussions this week. Um, I hope, you know, you enjoyed listening today and I look forward to seeing everyone next week and that you're having a great weekend and I will see you then. Take care.